now, Grace, question for you. Okay. When Sebastian says the seaweed is always greener, do you think he's talking about marijuana? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe marijuana that's grown in the ocean would be way better. I don't know if Sebastian in the original was talking about weed, but I do think that shaggy Sebastian was absolutely talking about (gasps) marijuana. (laughs) Is that kind of fucked up? Because he's Jamaican. There is a lot of weed in Jamaica. Uh Uh-huh. Man, I love Jamaica. Have you been? I've never been. I've been to... No, I've never been to Jamaica. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go together. High Fly and Adore takes on On Jamaica. location in Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. On location. That'd be so fun. Uh-huh. Well, we have a lot of funding, so I think we can make it work. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you to our generous donors. Yeah, we need to be like PBS <laughs> and just ask people to like give us money so we can do episodes in Jamaica. How fun would that be for everyone? <laughs> <laughs> We deserve that. I'm manifesting it. Yeah. Um, okay, so we are covering the spectacular Little Mermaid Live. Okay, I had never seen this. Had you? I had seen it. I was high when I watched it originally and didn't remember a lot of it. I forgot so much of it was the movie. Oh, it's really interesting that this was on television. It makes sense as a live show, but we're watching a production that's half the original cartoon Little Mermaid from the 90s and half live performances. It is giving me like a Rocky Horror kind of shadow cast vibe in a way. I don't know how you felt, but like the performance aspects of it felt like the Beauty and the Beast at Hollywood Studios show with like the big it puppets. Absolutely and like... did. <laughs> I didn't expect it to be so campy. And I loved how meta it was. Like there were moments where we were watching a screen that filmed a screen. Yeah. That's so dumb. Wow. Let me hit my pen. <laughs> Let me hit my pen. <laughs> That's nuts. This was on, what was it on? What? ABC's Disney, 7, 7, ABC. Bitch, the fact that this was on normal broadcast and people were like, yeah, we'll do a film of the film. Yeah. (laughs) With some cool karaoke thrown in. But there were some lit performances. Yeah. Well, you can tell they were experimenting to see if this works for maybe to do future projects. And I don't know if it was a success. You know what I mean? We love experimentation, though. We're happy they did it. Do you know, okay, I was reading up on this. It actually was first a production at the Hollywood Bowl, which had a really fucking crazy cast. Did you look at this at all? No. Was Rebel Wilson Ursula? No. Oh, Oh, or if it is, it doesn't say it on this Wikipedia. Oh, she's in the new movie. She's in the new movie, I think, coming out. The new movie is Melissa McCarthy, right? Oh. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just wrong all around. Continue your story. (laughs) It sounded right, though, although Rebel Wilson's such a bad singer. I know she's probably a better singer than she acts. I don't know. Her bad singing felt very honest in Cats. Okay, this Hollywood Bowl production that happened in 2017, which made them think, oh, we could do this for a live. And it was the same deal. Half movie, half performances. Leah Michelle as Ariel. Oh. Harvey Firestein as Ursula. Wow. Cheech Marin as Chef Louis of Cheech and Chong fame. Oh, shit. <laughs> it gets better. Peter Gallagher as King Triton. Okay. The iconic Ken Page as Sebastian. Wow. Is that not sick? Wait, who was who was Ursula? Harvey Firestein in Oh, drag. right, right. You just said that. <laughs> <laughs> it bears repeating, bitch. Yeah, exactly. I want to make sure people got that. <laughs> I bet that was fucking lit. I bet this was so fun live. It's just a little weird on television. Yeah. Also, I have nothing to back up that they were trying this out to see if it worked. Like, <laughs> I, I have didn't read that anywhere. Like, I said that so factually. I like it. It's a like critical analysis. You just kind of assumed and went with it. Yeah. But you know when I assume I make an ass out of you and me? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So before we can dive into oh. this musical, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
I realized we can't step into the world of Little Mermaid until we know what kind of fish we would be. Oh so my I have God. a BuzzFeed quiz of what kind of fish are you? Oh my God, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, Grace, are you a big fish or a little fish? The answers are extremely little, quite little. I'm an average size fish, exceedingly large. I'm going to go with exceedingly large. Okay. How do you stop people and other animals from eating you? I honestly just taste awful. <laughs> I'm spiky. I am extremely good at hiding. I eat them first. Every answer is better than the last. I honestly uh-huh. taste horrible is my answer. <laughs> okay. Choose some scales. Okay. I got to put the phone up so you could see. Oh, there's different oh, colors. Top left. Okay. Yeah. I like nudes, you know. Nothing flashy. Yeah. What sort of climates do you prefer? Very warm and shallow seas? That. Hot and okay. shallow, just like me. Okay. I know that's my answer. <laughs> I hate anything but hot. Okay, great. Choose some lovely seaweed. <gasps> it all looks the same. I'll go with the bottom right because it's very pretty. Okay. Choose a way to attract your mate. Being really beautiful. <laughs> releasing chemicals into the water to let potential mates know I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs> I just lay some eggs and hope someone fertilizes them. Oh, ew. <laughs> I'll do some sort of elaborate performance. Oh my God. There's so many good answers, but I think elaborate performance is me. Okay. Choose a way to breathe in air. Gills, please. Jumping up occasionally and taking in a big gulp of air. Sounds terrible. It's like Sonic. Do you remember when Sonic had to do that? When you were underwater, you had to find the bubbles to get the air. The <laughs> Holy shit, I do actually. Unlocked memory. I loved Sonic. Okay, absorbing the H part of H2O. (laughs) Some combination of the above, please. (laughs) I think I'd like a combo because I like having options. So I'll go with the last one. And finally, in your heart of hearts, what fish do you wish to be? A beautiful one? A freaky one? A terrifying one? A tasty one? I think freaky. (laughs) Okay. Grace, you are the hairy frogfish. Hairy frogfish. I've never even heard of that. Look, you're not much of a looker, but you make up for it with your ability to eat fish the same size as you. You're extremely... (laughs) That sentence is so funny. (laughs) You're extremely adaptable and hardy. You will outlive us all, probably. Are you ready for the picture? Oh, I actually think it's weirdly intriguing looking. Uh huh. I'm gonna take it real quick. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope you get the same thing. The horny frogfish. Uh, Harry. That's me. Harry frogfish, not horny. Oh, it's Harry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same difference. Okay. Shut the fuck up. Did you get the same one, girl? Okay, I put different answers as you, and I got the hairy frogfish. <laughs> happen i put beautiful scales we're just the same baby we're different it's just the the same same. okay well here we are two hairy frogfishes i know about to delve into little mermaid live should we do it i'm so excited we start with jody benson the original voice of ariel i love that she was there she looked great her hair was poofed her makeup looked great she's a real disney princess in real life yeah. You actually believe it. And I love when, you know, they love doing it so much. She did like that Little Mermaid TV show. She did all the sequels too. I mean, it's the gig of your life. Right. What kind of Disney character would you like to be? Honestly, I would like to be a Timon type <gasps> character or like a Zazu. Zazu is one of my favorite Disney characters of all time. I don't know if this is how it works, but in my head, my dream would be to, if there's like one white guy swing that does Zazu, Timon, and Pumbaa. And I would just like do them all. 
Oh, so you could just revolve. Uh-huh. Honestly, when we put on our own off-brand Lion King, you can do that. Right, in Jamaica. Yeah, it's called the, <laughs> the Lion Monarch. <laughs> exactly. We open on the animation of the old film, and it makes me so nostalgic. But then it brings forth to life live performers singing Fathoms Below. So it is sailors, honey, seamen. A seamen everywhere. And they give <laughs> all the audience um, ribbon dancers. I love that. Blue ribbon dancers. First of all, I would be pissed if I went to watch this taping and I found out I had to stand the whole time. Oh, standing room only. That is a choice. When I used to do tapings, I used to do the audience for Bobby Flay. You get like 60 bucks to go and like do the audience. It would be standing and I'd be miserable. Oh. So I feel for the audience and their ribbon dancers. So we're saying fuck Bobby Flay and fuck The Little Mermaid Live. Listen, I'd fuck Bobby Flay. I love this number though, Fathoms Below. I thought it was one of the best ones. I agree. And it was nice to have the whole ensemble. The pirates are all genders, all types of people. Some are doing aerial silks almost, uh-huh. but with ropes and nets. Well, I guess that'd be Spanish web. It's fucking cool. Just like swinging on ropes and, and nets and shit in the air. It's beautiful. It was hot. Yeah. Um, Speaking of hot, can we talk about Graham Phillips playing Prince Eric? I don't know this guy. Okay. He was one of the original kids in 13. Oh, shut up. He was like the lead and he dated Ariana Grande. He was her first boyfriend. <gasps> I love that that's his professional credit. He dated Ariana Grande. Well, and then he was, for seasons, the son on A Good Wife. Okay, okay, so he's been twerking. Uh-huh. I feel like I looked him up and it said also he was on Riverdale. Did I make yes, that Yes, up? yes, 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 he was on Riverdale. He tries to date rape one of the girls and all the girls attack him. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh no. I've seen his nudes before. Wait, what? He has nude pics, I've seen them. Do you want to elaborate? He took videos to a girl and somehow they got leaked. That sucks, I feel bad for him. I know. I wish he just put it out for us all to enjoy, like, consensually. You know what I mean? They were hot, though. Because he's beautiful. He's gorgeous. Uh-huh. I have to say, I don't think his voice was shining in Fathoms Below, but later on it did. So I was like, work. Okay. I would be hella nervous, too. Yeah, right, Fair right, enough. right, right, right. I also thrived when Sir Grimsby comes out. Talk about the forgotten best character of Little Mermaid. Yeah, I actually wish he had more. Yeah, I agree. Where's his solo number? Yeah. I could see, like, a little <laughs> tap number with Grimsby. That'd be so cute. I feel like also when you watch enough of these, you notice all the same performers in the ensemble and smaller roles. Uh-huh. And he's familiar to me, the guy that plays him. And also so many of the dancers, I'm like, oh, it's you. Yeah, one of the guys was in Annie Live. We follow him on our on our Instagram. He's funny as hell. I want to say his name is Alex Wong. That's what I thought too. Yeah, Alex D. Wong. Yeah. He is so charming and adorable and beautiful. Captivating. You can't take your eyes off of him. Even when I was w- watching yeah. from the audience, my eye kept going to him. I hope he's in every live thing. I love that they had a real life Max too. Oh! Oh my god, he was so cute. Yeah. I looked him up on the Wikipedia as well. And that dog's real name is Bagel. Bagel. Isn't that so cute? Damn, I kind of want a bagel now. The very end of the number, there's a wind machine on Prince Eric. And he's definitely having Beyonce moment. And I loved it. He looks so... I can't get over him. I think he looks so good. He's a wildly attractive person. Uh Uh-huh. I follow his Instagram. He's always like on a yacht somewhere, somewhere exotic with like a cigar and like a rolled up sleeved (gasps) polo. Okay. That's the aesthetic I aspire to. Let me hit that pen again. (laughs) Really quick, we're going to take a break and look at his Instagram. One second. While we look at Graham Phillips' Instagram, please take a hit, have a drink, have some candy. It's smoke break time. 
we transition back to the cartoon film. We get King Triton. I'm a little upset there's not a person playing King Triton, but it's okay. And we get the musical number with all of Ariel's sisters, but that of course transitions back to real performers. And I don't really understand because <laughs> Amber Riley comes out and she's the MC of the Daughters of Triton. Why not just make her one of them? Is that what she's credited for on IMDb? Uh-huh. The MC of the... <laughs> I enjoy that they created this role, but I just, she should have just been like the main sister. Yeah, just have one sister sing more. I mean, it was weird to have her do that, but she still looked great and sounded awesome. She always understands the assignment. She is so fucking talented. I love watching her. I love listening she to her. She was my favorite part of Wiz Live. Oh, easily the best part. Also, I love that role. Mm-hmm. The good witch that is not in any other production of The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. <laughs> love her. Did you love some of these commercial break transitions? Yes. Yes. <laughs> They're so weird. The one with the puppets talking to, to John Stamos and she's like, hey, John. I was like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> the puppets, some of them are beautiful and some of them are fucking weird. Flounder looks terrible. Flounder is terrible. I have so many notes about how they tried to make it look like a real flounder, I think, but no one wants that. Like, why is that accurate? But it's also really creepy. Like, it looks like something from the 80s. It doesn't look like yeah. something from now. It's bad. Just make it look like flounder. That's what we want to see. We look at Shaggy in a red outfit Outfit and we say, oh, he's a crab. He's a lobster, whatever the fuck he's supposed to be. Oh, no, a crab. <laughs> but we can't look at cute looking flounder and believe it's flounder. Like, guys, come on. Right. He's so scary. They didn't even give Shaggy claws. He just wore a red suit. That was apparently a big thing people complained about in this. And they said that they had tried to have him do the song with claws and they thought it looked funky. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I would love to see what it looked like with claws. Yeah, me too. I love when Ariel didn't come out. Amber Riley just kind of just starts riffing and saying random things. It reminded me of like the Patti LaBelle with the cards when she just starts like <laughs> riffing Christmas. <laughs> Amber Riley is such a good improver, like yeah. in the moment method actress that she really was like, oh my God, she's not here. What do I do? Uh-huh. Yeah, she was great. I wish she had more. Full Patti LaBelle. Yeah. She was always my favorite ungly. Yeah, same actually. I liked her and I liked the dumb cheer leader. Brittany? Brittany S. Pierce. Yes. I always love Quinn Fabray too. Oh, I mean, she had a great storyline. I am a person that only watched the first two seasons and nothing more. And I think that was exactly how it should have been. Damn, should we review the Glee finale one day without you watching the rest of this? <laughs> That'd be really fun. Actually, we should do that. And I'll be like, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we get Ariel and Flounder in the ship. They're exploring. They get attacked by a shark. That part of the movie gave me such trauma as a child. I bet. I'm still scared. <laughs> Where are you really scared of sharks? Yes and no. I don't think out of the ordinary, but sometimes it's always when I swim out as far as possible in an ocean. All of a sudden I'm like, there could be a shark anywhere. Ocean scares me. Ocean scares me more than space. Because ocean, I feel like there's so many creatures down there that we just have no idea about. That's true, but I'm still pretty afraid of space. I mean, I wouldn't want to go there either. <laughs> One time I did see a baby tiny shark and it, it did freak me out. <gasps> Did it come after I you? I was snorkeling. No, it kind of just went on by. It was maybe like six feet away. Wow. It was following the COVID rules. It was staying six feet away. <laughs> um, it was my birthday as well. So I was like, oh my God, I really don't want to die on my birthday in Australian waters. Damn. How big was it? Like two and a half feet long. It was little. Dang. Baby shark. Do, 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 do. Yeah. 
Okay, we meet Scuttle. We basically make our way to meet our real-life performer of Ariel, who is Auli E. Cravalho. She's fucking cute. I thought this was good casting. Wait, she was the voice of Moana, right? Yeah. And she was in that really bad show that they tried to make likely. It was like Sing Out oh, or something. Rise. Rise, Rise. I did watch that first season, and while it was kind of terrible, I was entertained. It's the guy from How I Met Your Mother, and he's like a teacher, and he's obsessed with producing spring awakening <laughs> and rosie so perez corny. was in it rosie perez <laughs> oh yeah who i mean icon icon i mean i watched the whole thing don't get me wrong was it long i only feel like i watched a season it was it got canceled after one season oh fuck but she was okay on that we were the only people watching might have been she's fucking cute though she has a great voice but i think they did her a little dirty in part of your world because you know it sounds good it sounds good and then it gets to easily the most difficult part of the song and they have her fucking flipping in the air i was like yeah. Surely you could have timed that better. Yeah. It is really pretty, though. I'm happy to see no fucking roller skates in this production. I love Little Mermaid. It's one of my favorite movies. I enjoyed what they did on stage better than I did the musical. I was not a fan of the musical. Really? Mm-hmm. The roller skates didn't work. It didn't look like they were swimming. I hated, like, the end with, like, the climax was the dance contest. And that's how Eric knew it was Ariel, because she could dance. Like, I don't <laughs> even remember. It was so stupid. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> yeah they cut out Ursula becoming Vanessa that whole storyline was out Eric and Ariel have a song that's like a dance is like a conversation and they talk to each other through dance and then at the end they have a dance contest to see who he should marry and because she dances he realizes oh you're the one who saved me because you're dancing it kind of ruins the entire story yeah it's terrible the whole point is that he fell in love with her voice what does that stupid ass song and her voice what's the point of it it's so bad and they add that other Ursula Ursula song that is like goofy. They make Ursula like more like yuck, 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 goofy, I feel. And I, I she's scary. That's what I, you love about yeah. Ursula. Even though I love Shay Renee Scott. I love Shay Renee Scott. Don't get me wrong. Yes. And nothing against her. The way they chose to present that character was just odd. Well, I feel like you have to make the choice of what is this? Are we taking it seriously or is it kind of goofy, funny, campy? Yeah. And to me, I don't think these movies are goofy, funny, campy. Maybe that's because we were kids watching it. And to me, they were very serious and very genuinely scary had actual like moral conundrums it didn't pander and talk down to yeah, like kids. The, the triton ariel stuff is is yeah, intense it's terrifying ursula's second song they wrote feels like something that can be an emperor's new groove the musical like if does that exist now but it should yeah i would love that you could be groot like i am groot <laughs> oh, that's not his name what's his name kronk kronk <laughs> I am Groot. I called him Groot. I am Groot. I would play Kronk or Groot, honestly. But she looks gorgeous in this. She is cute. She has Disney face for yeah, sure. Yeah, and even though the, the aerial work was at an odd time, I thought it looked great. I loved all the bubbles around her. I think it looked more like swimming than... Yes. There was one moment where she goes like from the stage to like above the audience and she does like that swimming motion. And I was like, yeah, that looks like she's fucking swimming. That looks incredible. Yeah, it was beautiful. Visually, this is awesome. Except for Flounder. Except for Flounder. Fucking horrifying. <laughs> we return to the cartoon... This is where Ariel falls in love with Eric. She sees him playing with the dog and playing his flute. She's like, I got to get that dick. 
I don't know who's hotter, the actor playing Prince Eric or the cartoon Prince Eric. Like, Oh, cartoon Prince Eric is gorgeous. I don't know who I choose. It's so hard. I think they're both so hot. It's so amazing how sexy they made all these cartoons. Yeah. Look, there's a moment where Eric is like, when he like helps Ariel down, his shirt lifts up for a moment. And I like stood up to look and I'm like, wait, that's a fucking cartoon. Like, what am I trying to see? <laughs> like... <laughs> And the women as well. Oh, yeah. Ariel coming out of the water, titties gorgeous. When he's looking up at her and like the sun's behind her and you can't really see her face and it's like that silhouette, she's gorgeous. I grew up obsessed with Pocahontas. Bitch, if that's not the body type I've been attempting to create my whole life. Come on, Jasmine is so hot. Jasmine. Jasmine. Esmeralda. Oh, yeah. And she could kick your ass too. I like that. I think that's hot. Oh, my God. Like when she just takes those poles and like flips over the guards and stuff, it's like, ooh. <laughs> Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I like Esmeralda. Is there a name for this fetish? Is it like being a furry? I don't want to call us that. I feel like everyone agrees with this fetish though, whatever it is. Look, it doesn't matter what, Aladdin's hot. Like it doesn't matter, the whole world has to see that, right? (laughs) Yeah, we're not crazy. I mean, look at Simba. Oh, (laughs) wow. Hottest lion there ever was. Yeah, Robin Hood, come on. The sexy panther in the Jungle Book. Oh, Bagheera. I love Jungle Book. I love Jungle Book. There's that live action movie, but it doesn't have, it does have music and has Christopher Walken as the big monkey, doesn't he? And Bill Murray sings a little bit of uh, Bare Necessities. We could totally cover that. And it's, it's kind of good though, in a way. It's They're all good. I don't think there's a bad Jungle Book, unfortunately. That's true. Unfortunately. Scarlett Johansson, it got cut, but it's in the rolling of the credits. She sings, trust in me. Like all sexy. Just I love that. Me. Can she sing? Um, It's okay. It's very, it's all like low and whispery like that. That's what all those movie stars do when they have to sing. I wish we could play it at the end of this episode, but I feel like Disney would definitely come after us. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible turn of events. The ship is hit by lightning. It's sinking and on fire. Drama. Eric runs back on to save the dog. And of course, Ariel saves him. Oh, and this is where we get part of your world's The reprise. This is vocally rough. That final note, the part of your world. It goes on so long and it's so uncertain. I don't feel safe. No, exactly. Like she gets it out. It doesn't not happen. She does. But the whole time you're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And that's not what you want to be feeling in that moment. I think as well, part of it was that they were desperate to recreate that iconic image of Ariel doing kind of upward dog on the rocks. Yeah. And the LED screens behind her doing the wave motions. So visually it was really fucking cool, but it just felt like she was so stiff and just screaming it out in this awkward position again they just didn't prioritize her vocals they were like we want you to be doing all this physical shit when in reality it's like just let her act but you know she didn't crack she was on it we'll take it yeah it could have been way worse we've seen these fucking lives go really poorly yeah is this where we get under the sea yeah shaggy himself what a random casting choice I loved it, though. I think he did a good job. Do you? I think he did a good job with Under the Sea. Yeah. You didn't like Kiss the Girl I didn't love Kiss the Girl. Kiss the Girl is one of my favorite songs. Sebastian's so caring in the movie. And, like, you feel that in that song, like, how much he's helping her. And I didn't get that. I wonder if he's gotten some acting lessons because I was proud of him, at least, for not just fucking singing it. You know, you get the pop stars and they just sing. Yeah. He was trying, but I see what you mean. I actually got more emotional at the song after that, that if only with just the two of them. Right. That's when I felt what I usually feel during Kiss the Girl. But I thought he was great at Under the Sea, making it fun. It felt like a party. 
Okay, all these dancers, this ensemble in their insane outfits. Kudos to the costumers. They didn't come to play. There's a lot of variety. It's amazing and slightly terrifying. Tons of puppets. I think my favorite is the um, person dressed as a starfish that's yes. in the air. I loved that. Why did they give aerial lines in it? Oh, I didn't like that. They made it like a duet. It was weird. At one part, because she's like, listen, I want to get out of the sea, bitch. She's like, under the sea. I wrote that down. I have under the sea. Ew. <laughs> Just why did they do do that to her and you can tell like she hated saying it oh yeah and who wouldn't wait did you see there's like two i want to say they're older women dressed up like sea creatures on the stage but they didn't go do any of the dancing they kind of just stood in the corner and bopped and at the end just raised their hands for the button how do i get that job what do you think was going like it's someone's family and they're like we want to be in it like what do you think was happening there maybe those were vocalists maybe a lot of the dancers are dancer dancers maybe they wanted more live oh. vocals and because it's such a big stage maybe they wanted fill it up okay i buy that because they were singing no i don't know oh geez they might not be i just noticed them after the whole group did the big dance thing in the center when they all were coming back i was like oh those two didn't go and i'm like they're not really dancing or doing any of the moves and then they just awkwardly turned to the button i was like oh oh maybe like a contest winner of some sort but they could have been singing i just maybe didn't notice it but i was like good for them just the fact that they're doing that arm on the button makes me think they're involved in some way right <laughs> but i just don't understand how <laughs> well, we'd love to have them on the podcast. Okay, so Triton finds out about her cavern and all her human things. And he goes bonkers and destroys it. And Ariel's all upset, which brings us to Flatsum and Jetsum finding her and taking her to Ursula. I play Ursula a lot with my niece and nephew. Wow. So you can tell us a lot about this. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. <laughs> Queen Latifah, bitch. Listen, she does great. But it's so hard because the original Ursula is just so fucking perfect. And nothing is going to be better than that. I agree, actually. She sounded so fucking good. She looked incredible. She's not afraid to go theater and campy and go big, yeah. which I love. Look, I thought she did great. I thought she looked great, but nothing is ever going to be as good as the original with that song. She also, I think she fucked up a word. When she goes, you have your looks, your pretty face. She said, don't forget to underestimate the importance of body language. That's wrong. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Don't forget Girl, that's the opposite to of what under, you're saying. Yeah, don't forget to underestimate the importance of body language. I was like, yeah, that's not right. <laughs> well, she sold it well because I didn't realize I was distracted by that PVC leather she was wearing. I was singing along, so I think that's why I realized. But I love how they had her like shed those tentacles too so she could walk around. I thought that was hot. Yeah, even though I was like, that's her body. It was a little confusing, but but like they can do that, but Flounder's got to look like a real fish. <laughs> make it make sense. Okay, is this and her voice next yes okay this fucking song i feel like every boy my year at amda my two years at amda was saying this and proud of your boy i believe I it would die happy to never hear these motherfucking songs again <laughs> i just always i'm like no not this again but it is lovely and he does a really good job yeah he does a good job. he looks good basically the whole time they have him like walking up this rock the camera moving around him and he does look like the cartoon eric they do a good job of giving you these really beautiful, recognizable motifs. But um, yeah, I was staring at that ass, honey. Listen, I was looking at him. I was like, man, you got to see these videos he put to. He's like in a hotel room and he's like drinking a beer and he cheers his <laughs> drink and then the camera pans down and you're like, oh, oh my God. 
That's what I was thinking about. Not her voice. Good for him. Good for him indeed. Good for him. (laughs) Okay, Eric finds Ariel. She's there with her legs. She has no voice. He takes her in. We get what is probably the most entertaining number of the whole fucking thing. Les Poissons, which is, of course, Chef Louis trying to cook up some crustaceans. It is so unhinged. It is so chaotic. I love John Stamos. I love John Stamos. I enjoyed this number until the giant crabs came out because you know I had crabs in college. Oh, God. So it brought back a lot of bad memories. That's what it was like when you had them. (laughs) A little bit, yeah. Just less itchy. Oh, no. Can you believe that happened to me? I mean, I can because haven't we all gotten an STI at some point? Yeah. Wait, what's an STI and an STD? Uh, I think they're kind of the same thing. A sexually transmitted infection is an STI. STD is disease. So like potato, potato. Yeah, I think so. You say STI, I say STD. STI, STD, STI, STD, let's call the whole thing off. (laughs) That might be your best work I've ever fucking heard. (laughs) It's STI with an I, not STD with a D, because STI with an I goes I, not D. Because STI got uh, not D. That's so funny oh man oh this is gonna be a fun thing to listen to later (laughs) oh my god these fucking crabs Uh, anyway (laughs) i think john stamos understood the assignment apparently in that hollywood bowl production he took over for cheech marin so he had done this before and man he looks terrifying he's not sexy uncle jesse he's pulling faces he's doing accents he has tons of physical actions to do all over the stage to make these little pictures and he's great he's on point he knows every mark i was like good for you yeah he didn't look like sexy uncle jesse but i'd still do it yeah you like that ponytail i'd get crabs again if it meant being with chef uncle jesse he's so hot he is like all of our first crush Uh uh-huh he could lay my poisson (laughs) at the end as well he yells i knew i should have played what does he call him prince it's not the prince's actual name prince albert Albert? which like isn't that what you call penis piercing i didn't understand why he said that (laughs) yeah why are you breaking the fourth wall first of all second of all you're like 50 so no you shouldn't have but i get the joke that you're saying i get the joke i didn't get it will you explain it to me i think because in the end he ended up covered in flour and all these different cooking ingredients And I think because he was just covered, he was like, I knew I should have played Prince Albert. But it's like, that's not even his name. Who's Prince Albert, though? Nobody. I think he's saying Prince Eric. Oh, he's trying to say, because isn't that like a joke like Prince Albert in a can or something? I don't know what that is. Hold on. Where's my phone? A Prince Albert is a penis piercing, though. So I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) This is Disney. (laughs) But I think he just had like a Freudian slip. Prince Albert McCann used to be a tobacco. A prank people used to do is they would call a store and say, do you have Prince Albert in a can? Because the can's what they call like a toilet. Like in the can. So oh. people would call and say, do you have Prince Albert in a can? That was the joke. I don't know why I know that. Or I've never heard that before in my life. That's definitely not what he was going for. <laughs> I just don't understand any of it. It was such a weird it choice was strange. to make. So he either meant Prince Albert in a can, like the prank phone call. He either meant to say Prince Eric wrong. All he was talking about a dick piercing. One of those. Yeah, none of them were smart. Are you okay, John Stamos? <laughs> okay, so Eric takes Ariel out to show her the town. And that's where we get to kiss the girl it's my favorite song i love kiss the girl this one was a little strange we had giant flamingos which i didn't like i liked the giant flamingos okay well we'll we'll just agree to disagree 
This also started in a funny way. There were like all these children playing instruments. Who were they? Yeah, there were children on drums. I was like, okay. <laughs> it's weird. Also, sometimes I was a little like, Ariel, can you act a little more? There were moments she was just staring at him. But maybe she was like, wow, he's so hot. I mean, I wouldn't be able to do anything else either. Yeah, fair. I mean, she was not a great actress on the stand up and sing show either. I don't know what that is. Um, Sing Out. What the fuck is it called? The show with the guy from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, Rise. Rise. <laughs> she was she was a little uh dull on that too. She has beautiful moments, but sometimes I just feel like there's nothing behind those big beautiful eyes. I don't know. Yeah, she zones out a little. Behind these hazel eyes. <laughs> I love that song. This smoke break is dedicated to all my fellow survivors of crabs, anyone who's known someone with crabs, or anyone who's ever dressed up like a giant crab. Also, Graham Phillips, if you're listening, my crabs are all gone now. Hit me up. Okay, Ursula's like turning into a human, right? Her human self. Yeah. That's me. Vanessa. She's my favorite character, I think. I actually think of all the Disney characters I could look like, I look like Vanessa, bitch. You do look like Vanessa. I wish Vanessa was a role. I know. It's cut. Actually, when Cheryl Renee Scott got cast as Ursula, I was like, oh, I wouldn't have seen that for her. But I'm like, oh, it's because when she becomes Vanessa, she's going to look beautiful. But then she didn't. And that never even happened. <laughs> okay. And then we get If Only. Which was beautiful. Which is beautiful. Usually Triton and Sebastian are thrown in that it's a quartet mm -hmm. and I love when they all sing together at the end but they each have their own verse and it's kind of like oh my god okay it's like at the point of the show where I'm like let's move this along mm -hmm. I liked it with just the two of them I thought it was beautiful it was one of my favorite moments of this I thought they were both really sweet I thought she acted it great yeah she this is the best she sounded I agree her voice is so sweet in this yeah there's a beautiful clarity when she hits it so straight on in her beautiful little head voice yeah I loved this song I was really invested in this one yeah same but then Vanessa comes to fuck shit up she comes through this is of course Ursula undercover and Eric is like under her spell because she's using Ariel's voice he's like we're getting married today girl this is 90 day fiance uh-huh something about the movie that makes no sense to me their castle is right on the water right that's not how you build castles there's always like a fortress around it that's the most vulnerable castle I've ever seen what the fuck is he prince of this is a seafaring town. Right, but still, even a seafaring town. You don't build the castle on the coast. Well, they want to, that's how it is back then. No, it's not. <laughs> In this town. Ariel better watch out. She's not marrying into an intelligent royal family. There are no wars here. He's Prince Eric. Yeah, but it's a peaceful land. <laughs> there's no war. But there's always going to be other places trying to overtake your monarchy. Not here. <laughs> Peaceful. See. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> then we got Poor Unfortunate Souls reprise, which I realized I put puss. P-U-S. <laughs> Poor Unfortunate Soul. I have puss reprise. We like that. That's what it's called now. And I liked it. I liked it better than Ursula's second song in the Broadway show. Me too. I thought this was great. And Queen Latifah can evil cackle, bitch. She's good. Yeah. Scuttle comes to tell Ariel, listen, Ursula's here. She's that woman. She's got your voice. We've got to stop this. They stop the wedding. Ooh, and the, the necklace breaks and Ariel gets her voice back. And Eric is not under her spell anymore and he understands that it's Ariel he loves. Uh -huh, she doesn't have to do a dance contest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this in a film as well, I never understood. They're lighting, shit's going down, Eric's fighting, Triton's fighting, but then Triton ends up getting turned into one of those little shrimp people. But then Ursula becomes gigantic. 
How does she do that? Why Why does she do that? She has his triton and his crown. She's all powerful. So he could always do that too? He could just expand his body? Yeah, if he wanted to. He should have taken more advantage of that. That seems like a game changer. Well, thing no. If you see Little Mermaid 3. <laughs> I missed that one. <laughs> which is the, it's Ariel's beginning. You find out that Ariel's mother was killed by sea folk. So Triton makes sure not to be seen. He stays underwater oh. as far away from the shore as possible. Oh, shit. I think if he goes out in like the middle of the ocean, he's okay though. Also, because he's all powerful, he could fuck those people up. Yeah. But you'd understand there's no war in this right, town. It's peaceful. He's not trying to start a war. <laughs> you keep trying to make attacks <laughs> on people. <laughs> What's wrong you with really me? You really want this like <laughs> Game of Thrones. You, you want the mermaid. end of, of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> all right. It's not like that. You there. make a good point. You make a good point. <laughs> So like they beat her. How do they do it? They beat her. Eric drives the ship. Oh yeah, he stabs her. The broken her. end of the ship into her. That's a crazy way to kill someone. And then she dies. I love when all the shrimp people get released. Like when they come back to their human forms. And they're just like, peace. It's like when my crabs ointment worked and all my crabs went away. I felt free again. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, finally, we're out of here. We hated it. Yeah. <laughs> you hated your crabs, but they hated you more. I don't know. They seemed to love it. They made themselves right at home. <laughs> they nestled on in there into my goddamn pubes. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we do something that has to do with the ocean, we talk about this. Like we I did. Think, I absolutely think I've talked about this before, right? I definitely have. On Dirty Dancing, because it's a seafaring, <laughs> peaceful community. <laughs> right. Well, when you survive something like that, it, it just, you know, it's hard to let it go. <laughs> then Ariel's a mermaid again, so Triton turns her back because he realizes how much she loves Eric, and that is a character arc. And then when she comes out of the water this time, she's got like an evening gown on, not consistent. But she looks gorgeous. She did look gorgeous. I would buy that dress. And then we get that coral part of your world reprise that happens that I love. Mm -hmm. And then all the actors come out and give us this little kind of like bow celebration under the sea moment. Yeah, and she's in the wedding dress. She looks beautiful. Amber Riley comes out and she does like her version of under the sea. And of course, it sounds great. And she yells at us to get excited. Yeah. <laughs> I love that vibe. Yeah, and everyone takes their bow and that's that's it. That's the end of Little Mermaid Live. Yeah, Um. in the end, I was like, who's that lady that's walking the dog? Because you have all the leads on this one part of the stage in a circle kind of dancing around. And you're like, oh, that's the handler for the dog. But then you realize it's Jody Benson again. Yeah. So she just got to literally come in, have a little opening vibe. And then she just got to walk the dog. Jodie Benson had the best day of work ever. I loved it. I'm glad she got to come out again and bow. Yeah. Okay, if you had to have Disney make another one of these, what would you pick? Honestly, since we said it, Jungle Book. What about you? I think I'd do either Beating the Beast or Hercules. Hercules. I would love Hercules. That music live. Zero Hero would be kick-ass. That would be awesome. The muses in Hercules deserve everything, so we need as many productions of that as possible. Uh-huh. Should we play Fuck, Mary Kill? Yeah. There's only like five people, but I'm I'm going to give you John Stamos, okay. Shaggy, and Prince Eric. Uh, what's his name? Graham? Graham Phillips? Mm -hmm. You know I'm fucking Graham Phillips. <laughs> but do you want to marry him? If I marry him, I can fuck him all the time. Oh, yeah. Totally. Okay, then I marry Graham Phillips. I would fuck... Ooh, I would fuck John Stamos or Shaggy. Oh. Yes, I am. Uncle Jesse, though. I would fuck John Stamos and I'd kill Shaggy. Okay. I want you to answer this as the hairy frogfish. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So your three are the giant flamingos, 
the giant crabs or flounder, freaky ass flounder. <laughs> I would marry the flamingo because I'd love to look at a flamingo every day. Gorgeous. Yeah. Also, because I am a, a hairy goat fish, like I'm in the sea. They're just walking around in it. We have space, which is nice. I think it's hairy frog fish, not hairy goat fish. <laughs> oh, fuck. Horny goat. What is that stuff called? Wait, do I Horny goat up? weed. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Whatever it's called. <laughs> Harry. No, I got to see. I think it's Harry. Yeah, Harry Frogfish. Harry Frogfish. Okay, yeah. It's hard to remember. It's also known as the Horror Frog or Wolverine Frog. Don't call me Grace ever again. Call me Horror Frog. <laughs> I can't believe they're like hairy frogs. That's a nightmare. That's so weird. Why did they evolve to have that? Why do you need hair? I don't know. Okay. I would marry the flamingo. I would kill the crabs. And I would... Who am I fucking? Who's left? You're fucking Flounder. God, I have to fuck Flounder? Well, I guess, mm -hmm. you know, he's freaky, so maybe it'll be fun. And there you have it. <laughs> Weirdos are always the best and bad. Ain't that the truth. I had fun doing this one. I think this is a really good watch. It's on Disney+. Plus. It's quick. It's like under an hour and a half. It's funny. I didn't love it the first time I watched it, and I probably would not have revisited it, so I'm glad we did this, because I, I had a good time. We need to do more of these filmed live things, because they're I know. always weird. <laughs> yeah. Something always goes wrong. Yeah. We've done Rent Live. Is that the only one we've done? Yeah. Wow, I feel like we've done so many of them, but we really haven't. No, not at all. It just gives us more to uncover. Exactly. I just have one message for all of my horny frog fishes uh -huh. listening. It's one piece of advice. It's just keep chilling it's a hairy keep frog fish but just keep chilling <laughs> <laughs> it's not horny goat weed it's hairy frog fish <laughs> okay i love you hairy frog fishes love you we love all of our hairy frog fishes out there <laughs> <laughs> fuck High Flying Adored is hosted by us, Mikey and Grace. It's produced by us, Grace and Mikey. Special thanks to Andy Mowat for our kick-ass theme song. Please rate and review us on whatever platform you're streaming this on. While you're at it, please follow our Instagram, High Flying Adored. That's flying with no G. Email us at highflyingadoredpodcast at gmail.com. We, we love, love you. you. We love you. Thanks for listening. We love you.